We only got one life, so it's time to live it for. I don't hesitate, I embrace every day. Cause we only got one life, so it's time to live it for. It's not about trying to achieve more or gain, but rather how to lose and let go. Let me explain. Once you let go of all things that aren't significant, you'll be left with everything that is truly important. I'm living everyday life with a purpose. Living everyday life with a purpose. This is another episode of the podcast. Live it full. Hey, welcome. You're listening to the Live It Full podcast. I'm Richard. I'm in the studio today to talk to you about a few things that were on my mind this week. But first, as always, a little housekeeping. Go to liveitfull.com. Check out our website. All of our uh, social media links are on there. Our Amazon Influencers account. Um, There's some merch you can grab. Do us a favor and go check it out. I'd give you some other links, but really liveitfull.com. Pretty easy to find, and it has everything you could ever need to check out the life of Richard Caitlin and the crew. Today, I wanted to talk about choices. We live in a world full of choices. There's probably more choices now today than there have ever been. But you have some choices you've got to make. This kind of stemmed from, I was on a, in a Facebook group that I frequent, that's part of my mastermind that I am involved with, called Apex. Um, you may have heard us talk about it. I've had a lot of members on here as a guest. Um, anyways, I'm on the Facebook group, the main group for just about everybody who's in apex. I don't know. There's probably a couple thousand people in there. And somebody asked, I'm wanting to start a podcast. I'm going to start making reels. I'm going to start making, you know, social media. I'm going to try to go all in on this thing that I want to do to build this brand. And it kind of made me start thinking about some of these things. Cause the thing that I told her was you have to be consistent. Doesn't matter what else you do. Consistency is the key. Bar none. And that's the one thing I'll say in life. And, and I talked about it in last week's episode or before Thanksgiving that you, you can do a lot of things wrong, but if you're consistent every day with what you do, if you build habits that serve you consistently, you'll win. Right. And so that's what I want to talk about today a little bit is you always have a choice. Um, and some of the comments in there, it made me think about what I wanted to talk about today. You can do a lot of things. You can work hard. You can, if you, if you try things, if you, if you're doing, let me think about this a second. I don't like rambling when I'm on the podcast and I started to, and that's never good in minute two. Um, I've seen a lot of people try to be what we call influencers. And I don't like that term because I think the Kardashians and some others have really screwed it up for the rest of us who are just trying to gain influence. I think that influence is, is very important in life, whether it's on social media or not. How influential you are will determine your income. It'll determine your success. It'll determine where you go in life, how you influence others, good or bad. But the thing that I see with people that fail is a lack of consistency. They do something for a week, maybe two, maybe a month, and they quit because it didn't work. You're right, it didn't work. Be the most talented person, most put the best content out there, but if nobody sees it, it doesn't matter. You have to be consistent. Um, saw a deal the other day where there was a one of the best violinists. Is that the word? Played the violin. We call it a fiddle sometimes down in Texas when it's used in a different sense, but classical 
classically trained violinist. I don't remember his name, but he uh, owns a three and a half million dollar Stradivarius. So you gotta be pretty good to play the violin if you can uh, swing that, right? So this guy's playing outside of a subway in New York for dollars. People are kind of walking by him. He's playing some of the most difficult pieces in the world. Literally, most difficult violin pieces you could ever possibly play. People are walking by, don't pay much attention because the dude's dressed like a bum, playing a violin in the subway in New York. People didn't realize what they just saw. The guy is one of the most talented in the world out of billions. 0.0001% of people can do what he does. And people walked by, went on with their day. They didn't realize what they saw was special. And sometimes, a lot of times people do that. You can put out the best stuff out there in the world. You can say the right things. You can influence. But if people don't ever see it, if they don't understand how special you are, and I think everybody's got special gifts and I think they can share them with the world. And I think that's what we're supposed to do. I think it was Shakespeare that said the meaning of life is to find out your gift and then give it to the world. But people walked by one of the most talented violinists. I think he said he made a couple hundred bucks and, you know, sympathy tips because they didn't know who he was. If people would have known who he was, there would have been lines crowding this guy. The news would have shown up and he did it as a social experiment that people had no clue who this guy was. So they didn't listen to him. That hit me because so, so when you want to be successful, you could, you could put out the best stuff on social media. You could put the best stuff out. You could speak in front of crowds, but if people don't understand your influence, if they don't know who you are, if they, sometimes it doesn't matter. So what I would tell people is you have to be consistent. You have to consistently do what you do to the point of nauseam to where you feel like you put your brand out there too much because you don't, it's never enough. No one knew who this guy was yet. He's one of the best violinists in the world. People just walked around by him anyways. So I digress from what I was going to talk about a little bit, but I think that that's important to understand because you always have, you always have some of it's a mentality. The mentality of those people were they didn't think he was special because he was playing in a New York, New York City subway. Even though he was going to play that same music at the Met that night, I believe, or somewhere. But I wanted to talk about mindset and how it will change your life. And I know because I've had a real, for a lack of better words, shitty one. And it will take you places you never thought possible. And I wish I would have known some of these things when I was younger. So that's also the thing that I told this young lady who was asking for advice on how to run a podcast, how to do certain things, and how to become an influencer was be the person you needed to when you were younger. Be that person for the young ladies out there, the young men, the people looking for guidance. Be that person. And so I, at times in life was never, or I say at times in life, when I was young, I was never taught the importance of mindset. I was never taught that, you know, 99% of life is how you react to it. If you believe 
think all great athletes have a, an unwavering belief in themselves. Now they may push themselves because they think they're not good enough or not as good as they could be. You read things about Kobe or Michael Jordan. I mean, it's insane the things they did when they were already at the top of their game. So nobody else could catch them because their fear was somebody else would, but they have an unwavering belief in themselves. There's a mentality there that is different from the rest of the world, but you can train your mind to have that right mentality and those right thoughts, but you always have a choice. And so I wanted to talk about this because I think that I'm going to go through some of these examples I threw out there on, on social media the other day. I've been wronged. People have screwed me over. I've lost money. I've lost friends. I've lost reputation because people wronged me undeservedly. So I'm sure there's plenty of times in my life where I deserved what I got, but there have been plenty of times just like everybody else. Somebody has screwed me over. And when I was younger, I probably played the victim. Woe is me. Throughout the self-pity. It's not my fault. It's everybody else's. They're against me. What I've learned through struggle, through adversity that has led to success is that it doesn't matter if you are wronged. doesn't matter if everyone was against you. Don't be a victim. You can choose to not be a victim in a situation. And I know I'm going to have some people yell at me, oh, I was a victim of this, I was a victim of that. Okay. But when you allow others to make you the victim, you give up your power. You give up the ability to say, I am stronger than you. Yes, you took advantage of me. Yes, you bested me. Yes, you abused me. Yes, you hit me. Yes, you, whatever it is. Yes, you did these things, but I am no longer a victim. You can make that decision. Now, it's not easy. And it takes practice and it takes intentionality and it takes reminding yourself every day. Start those days with those affirmations. I think I am statements are some of the most powerful things that you can do in the world. The words have power. And you can choose to be a victor or a victim, it's your choice. And I know there are times in my life where I felt like I was a victim, but reality is I chose to be. I've been broke. I've had no money. I've actually had less than no money because I know all of y'all, most people can relate. I've actually had negative money because of the way banks operate. I financed a vacuum one time. I financed silverware. I think I financed a coffee maker. I've been broke. We've been broke. I was talking to my college roommate the other day and we laughed because uh, I lived. I wasn't on a meal plan for a couple of years, but I lived in the dorm still. And uh, I lived, and I'm talking lived off buttered tortillas. It's probably why I still have a carb problem today because my body thinks I need, you know, a thousand calories worth of carbs a day. I don't know but it was cheap and it was filling. I was broke, but I don't think I ever was poor. And so a lot of people don't understand the difference between being broke and poor. Poor is a mindset. Poor is woe is me. Poor is I am never getting out of this. 
poor is permanent because it's a mindset. Broke, it's temporary. And so I've even quit saying broke because there have been times in my life, even after success has come, that I have been temporarily illiquid. That's one of my favorite terms. Kind of joke about it. Say it to a banker and see what they think when you're asking for more money, though. Um, they may not find that phrase as funny as I do, but temporarily illiquid. It's a more positive phrase. It just means I'm, I don't have any cash right now, but I will. I have been broke, but I don't think that's one difference, though. I know I've actually played the victim. I don't think I've ever felt poor. I think poor is a mindset. You can choose to not be poor. You can have nothing and not be poor because you're rich in the things that matter. And I'm not just talking material things, but I mean, if you have love, if you have a family, if you have those things, you're not poor. You can be broke. Are you rich in the things that matter? And when you take that mindset and you have that daily gratitude about, I am thankful for these things in my life, it changes anyways. It's not about the money. It's not about the success. Those things come. It's about the passion. It's about the love. It's about the family. It's about the faith. This one I struggle with sometimes still. And, I, and I'd written that I've been unhappy, but I've never been bitter. I've been bitter. I mean, I think I was making a point with the superlatives of never. But, oh, there's been times I've been bitter. I've been wronged. You know what I mean? And, and you try not to play the victim, but you're bitter about something. You're pissed off. You're, you know, you don't, life wasn't fair, but you can be unhappy about something and you can choose not to be bitter. I heard Kevin Hart talking about it the other day. He's like, man, I can't waste energy. He goes, I don't have enough time to waste energy on hating somebody or being unhappy. That takes a whole lot of energy. You know, being bitter towards somebody over something is like drinking poison and hoping it kills you. I don't remember who said, I mean, kills them. Um, whoever said that, somebody dropped me an email and remind me because I don't know. But it's, it, it literally is. You're, you're trying to hurt them, but you're holding on to it. Been unhappy, but you can choose to not be bitter. I mean, there's been times in my life where I've known loss. When we lose family, when we lose businesses, when we, we fail, you can choose to lose. You can lose. You can experience loss and not be defeated. Defeat seems permanent, right? Defeat is we lost in battle. We lost a war. We were defeated. To me, I can experience loss and not be defeated. But it's a choice, right? And that's one thing I'm trying to instill in our kids that like, yes, you lost today. Maybe it was a race. Maybe it was an election. Maybe it was, you know, a sporting event. You lost, but that doesn't make you a loser. When you feel defeated, that's when it happens. That's when you feel that mindset of I'm a loser. You're a child of God. Don't ever feel that way. Don't ever feel defeated. You know, I've, I, I put in there that I've bent, but I've not been broken. And I don't know that that's entirely true because most of these things I have experienced, the victim mentality, the poor mentality, the bitter, the defeated, the broken. But you can choose not to. And I've learned how to bend and not break. Broken seems permanent. 
I'm not saying that you can't be broken because I feel like after my dad passed away, I was broken for a while because I allowed myself to. I didn't understand how to intentionally grieve. I didn't understand how to make peace with things I couldn't control anymore. The things that were left unsaid, the things that were left undone. I don't get a do-over on that, so why beat myself up over it? Now, it's easy to say that. It's much harder to do, obviously. I feel like I have bent. And I've been broken. But since, in the last, say, five years, I've learned how to not break. How to not get to that point. But it's a choice. You can bend and not break. I think in life we have total control over two things. And I tell the kids this, and I tell the teams I coach this all the time. Your attitude and your effort. Those are the two things you have total control over. You always give your all in everything you do as if we're serving the Lord. And you have the right attitude when you do it. We can't control what other people do. We can choose those things. We can choose our attitude. We can choose, as they say, it's almost cliche, choose joy. Or we can choose other things but you have that choice. You may have been wronged, but you can choose to not be a victim. You may be broke, but you can choose to not be poor. You can be unhappy, but you can choose to not be bitter. You can lose, and you can choose to not be defeated. You can bend you can choose not to break. Very seldom do we get to choose what happens to us in life. We don't have control over those things. We don't have control over what other people do. We don't have control over the world. We don't have control over so many things. But we control our attitude and our effort. And we control how we respond to those things. You always have a choice. So I want you to think about how do I choose wisely? Just like working out a muscle, just like we talk about, we talk about fitness. It's mentally fit too. It's financially fit. It's physically fit. But you don't get financial fitness by not practicing, by not budgeting, by not being intentional. You don't get, you don't get physically fit by not working out. But yet sometimes we think with this mental fitness, we don't, We don't have to work at it. We don't have to get tough. We don't have to do exercises in it. You have to make those decisions to make your mind strong, to work it out. You'll fail a lot, but at the end of the day, if you're intentional about it, you'll make the right choices. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you got something out of it, leave us a review. Share it with your friends and family. We hope that you continue to live it full. God bless. We love you. Hope you have a great week. You you just listened to this entire episode. That means you gained some type of value. So make sure you leave a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode of Live It Full. Living everyday life with a purpose. Living everyday life with a purpose. Make sure you embrace every single day. And we'll see you next time on the Live It Full podcast.